G'day guys and welcome to Aussie English. My objective here is to teach you guys the English spoken down under. So whether you want to speak like a fair dinkum Aussie or you just want to understand what the flippin' hell we're on about when we're having a yarn, you've come to the right place. So sit back, grab a cuppa and enjoy Aussie English. Hey guys, welcome to this episode of Aussie English. It's another episode including expressions with animals involved in them, so idioms, phrases that involve animals. And all of these expressions that I'm using, I promise you, they're the kinds of expressions I use all the time, English speakers use all the time. There are tons and tons and tons of expressions out there using animals. And looking a lot of them up recently, I noticed there are some that aren't used that often. There are some I've never even heard of. But then there are these ones, the ones that I'm going to include, that I use all the time, or at least sometimes, or that I'm really familiar with. So, if I don't use it, I don't really want to talk about it. I don't want to make an episode for it unless I know that it is used quite often, that I recognize it, that I hear, that I hear it quite a bit. Because I feel like they're the only ones I can back up that I can say these are commonly used in English. If I haven't heard of those phrases or they're rarely used, they're kind of not useful to you guys. I'm going to try and avoid those where I can. Anyway, today's phrase, today's idiom is to have ants in one's pants. To have ants in one's pants. So, the ones in there is just one. It's sort of a person in general that we use Sometimes in these sorts of more formal situations, but you can just say your pants instead. That's a little more familiar. So, to have ants in your pants, to have ants in your pants. What does to have ants in your pants mean? It means to be fidgety or to be restless. So, this is like you can't sit still, you can't stop moving. If you fidget, it means that you're moving around, you're touching things, you just can't sit still. If you're restless, again, it means you can't rest, you can't sit still, you can't be calm, you're constantly moving. So, I'll go through the definition of the different words in this sentence and I think it's probably only going to be the words ants and pants that I really need to define. All the other words are pretty intuitive and I'm sure you all know them from having learnt the basics in English. So, an ant is a type of insect which lives in a large colony. So, a colony is a really large group of the same animals that live together and they often live on the ground or in trees. They're an insect, so they have six legs. They have a sting. So, a sting is like a barb or a dart, a sharp pointed part of the animal, often at the rear, at the backside of the animal that can deliver, that can give poison or venom into its enemies, into something it's trying to defend itself or its colony from. So, ants can sting. It's not all, but most of them can, I think. Um, Ants often have pincers at the front of their head, which they use to bite with or to pick things up, to manipulate things. And they don't have wings, apart from the males, which use them to disperse and to mate, I think, in a certain life cycle in the colony. Anyway, that's getting too complicated Biology-wise, an ant is just an insect with six legs, an ant. Pants, which rhymes with ant, and ants, 
Um, pants are the clothes that you wear on your legs. So they could be like tracksuit pants or jeans. Pants is one of those um, bizarre nouns that we never really use in the singular. If, it, if at all, you would never say a pant. It's always pants, plural. So when would you use the phrase to have ants in your pants? It's the kind of phrase that you would use mainly with children, mainly with younger people when they can't sit still, when they can't um, stop moving, when they're fidgeting, when they're restless. So say you're a teacher sitting in a class and one of your students is really, really fidgety, is really restless and won't stop moving. You could say, you know, say his name's Fred. Fred, what's wrong with you? Have you got ants in your pants or something? You know, stop moving around so much. Sit still for a moment, you know. Have you got ants in your pants? What's wrong? Um, you could say it also if someone's really excited about something, if they're really anticipating an event and they're, as a result, fidgeting, restless. You know, say you're really excited to go to a party on the weekend and you're just, you know, almost shaking with anticipation, with excitement when you talk about it. Someone could say to you, what's wrong with you? You got ants in your pants or something? You know, calm down. <laughs> it's going to happen. We'll go to the party. Just, it seems like you've got ants in your pants. So, chill out. So, that's the phrase, ants in your pants. And we'll go through an exercise where we'll just conjugate through the present tense of the different pronouns. Um, of the sentence, I have ants in my pants. I have ants in my pants. You have ants in your pants. He has ants in his pants. She has ants in her pants. We have ants in our pants. They have ants in their pants. I know these exercises are going to be pretty boring, guys, and they're probably incredibly simple, especially for most of you. If you can understand what I'm saying, you're more than likely already, you know, highly fluent in English. But again, it's not to practice understanding these sentences. I'm sure you already understand them, or at least will after a few lessons. It's more practicing the conjugation of verbs so that they become natural and effortless. You don't have to think about this stuff when you speak. Practice your pronunciation, your intonation and cadence based off how I say it as a native Australian speaker. And so that's why this sentence I chose, I have ants in my pants, because one, I conjugate the verb have using have and has based on the different pronouns. We go through the different pronouns and then we also use the different pronouns for possession, such as my, your, his, her, etc. So, I think it's just a really good way of practicing those things. Anyway, that's today's episode, guys. I hope you liked it. I hope you could sit still and that you didn't have ants in your pants while you were listening to it. Um, go out, practice these phrases, guys. Even if it's just yourself in your room, practice using these things and they'll move from your passive vocab where you recognize it into your active vocab where you can summon it up and you can use it on a daily basis and you'll be able to do so without thinking. You know, the more you do it, the better you get. So keep at it, guys, and I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Aussie English Podcast, guys. If you haven't already, please come and join the community on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash 
the Aussie English Podcast, where I make daily posts about anything and everything related to Australia. Also, if you're enjoying the podcast, then please leave a review on iTunes or Stitcher or whichever platform you're listening to it through, as it'll help the podcast grow. Thanks again, guys, and enjoy your day. Oh, wow.